This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And good afternoon. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. I'm Ian Grant, and he is the host of Simply Real Estate. He's also founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. And Todd, normally you're with us in the warmth of the studio, and we're doing the show from here. But today, um, you're on location. There's an aspect of your world that we don't often talk about. We probably don't talk about nearly enough, to be blunt. And that is making sure you have to go to these properties and make sure that everything is as expected. One of the things you have to do always if you're going to uh, be in doing investment properties, it's always going to take a look at the actual properties themselves. And today I'm actually on location in uh, southwestern Ontario at one of our developments. And, you know, more importantly, um, we have to do a lot of inspections throughout the year. And one of the things that we have to do is make sure everything in the fall is ready for the winter. So, you know, today maybe we can talk a little bit about what people should be doing looking for a checklist not only for their homes, but for their investment properties, so they're ready for the upcoming season. It's a great point. And one of the things that we do talk about is the fact that you are there, you're keeping an eye on these properties and making sure that everything is as expected. It's just another area where the investor doesn't need to worry about that kind of thing. You know, Ian, I'm really fortunate because we've got a great management staff uh, at the Simple Investor. Cyreg Management, which is our investment company's management staff, do a great job. We have full-time staff on site all the time. But uh, one of the things I like to do is I like making sure that we know what's happening to these developments on a regular basis. Uh, A lot of times, as you know, I'm on the road. I'm looking for new projects for people. Mm -hmm. And um, for us, it's really about finding the, the perfect balance as far as affordability good solid properties, but the ease of maintenance. And for us, this is what we focus on. And for the investor, uh, the only thing they have to focus on is watching their debt go down on their mortgage and be able to sleep quite comfortably at night. We mentioned it in the last show. There's also all kinds of things that can creep up that you would take care of that the investor doesn't need to worry about. I mean, you were on your way up to Thunder Bay, I think it was the last show we did, because you had to take care of something. Again, the investors wouldn't know about it. They would just see the money appearing in their account and uh, continue on as normal. With our program, it's always based on the investor having complete hands-off approach. They don't have to get involved. But meanwhile, the staff behind the scenes are are busy every single day, and, and you have to be. When you're going to be a good landlord, you have to be on top of absolutely everything. So one of the reasons for, for visits like this, of course, is, you know, take a look at what uh, what we have to have ready for, for the season. And, you know, this is the one thing that the fall to winter transition – for any property, and especially because we live in Ontario, you know, we have such, you know, crazy weather, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we're prepared. You know, everything starts to get cold, things start to freeze. We've got to make sure, you know, everything is prepared and set because throughout the winter, you know, things can happen. And, and, and these are the kind of things that we need to avoid. And this is a lot what our listeners, if they're going to be landlords themselves, or they currently are, you mm-hmm. know, you should be looking at everything right now, getting it ready for the wintertime. And as you said, I mean, summer to winter is just such an extreme, especially temperature-wise, you know. So you're right. Let's do then this show, your fall checklist for investors. Where do we start? Most importantly, you need to start outside. And one of the things that we do is we walk around the buildings just finding out, is there any possibility of water to getting into the building, or for that matter, small creatures. And when I say that, that's your your mice, squirrels, Mm -hmm. raccoons, you know, if there's, if there is an, uh, an open vent that an animal can make a nest in, they will make it. 
And one of those things that happen is, is that a lot of people don't realize their dryer vents, you know, it's one of those things that we completely forget about. Hmm. But if you haven't put proper mesh in there, chances are you're going to have a squirrel or a bird make a nest for the winter, and then you have a problem. Yeah, so there's a lot of little things. And when we talk about, you know, the outside of a property, you have to make sure that, you know, the water is staying away from the foundation because it's going to freeze. Uh, make sure you've got, you know, a good bin of salt so you can salt the walkways. You know, make sure when was the last time you saw your snow shovel? A lot of people turn around and say, well, I know it's here somewhere until the first snowfall comes along, and then they can't find it. So, you know, there's so much that you should get ready. Um, You know, ease troughs, for instance, if they haven't been cleaned out, you know, this is the time where all the leaves are coming down. You know, we had a great Thanksgiving weekend. You get a couple of good windstorms, and all of a sudden your ease troughs are full. Then you get water in them. They freeze. They expand. And in the middle of winter, you see this thing hanging off your property, and it's because the ice actually broke the ease trough. So these are the kind of things that people need to make a checklist for, and walking around the outside is your first step. And that eaves trough breaking in the middle of winter, that can be a little worse, because what happens then in spring is as the water starts melting on your roof, instead of going down and into the grass and away as it should, it's going to drip right down the side of your house, right down the side of the foundation. The other thing, Ian, is that you know a lot of people don't realize is that if there, a lot of ice builds up in your eaves trough, even if it doesn't fall off, Chances are the ice is getting up underneath the shingles, oh, into, yeah. into the valleys where the roofs meet, and at that point, you get water coming inside the house. And sometimes you don't always recognize it because you don't see it coming through the actual ceiling, mm-hmm. but it starts getting the insulation in your attic wet. And as soon as that happens, a couple seasons of that, and all of a sudden you've got mold and you've got other issues. So these are the kind of things people have to be mindful of. Make sure you get your gutters cleaned, which is your ease troughs. Uh, make sure you put something in there to protect them. And, uh, you know, make sure, make sure you're set for the winter. This is, this is a really important time of year. And you know what? The tip about uh, the snow shovel is, I mean, it's easy to brush off, but it's really important, especially even if you are careful about it, if it's in the shed, it's at the very back of the shed by now because all the gardening tools and the lawnmower and everything else are probably piled in front of it. It's not a priority for most people. And if you actually have, you know, a lot of people have small snow blowers, you know, in the city or out in the suburbs because they want to take care of their own driveways. You know what? Make sure they're working because the worst thing that can happen is we have our first major snowfall of the year and you go outside and the only thing you can do is actually just push the dead snowblower around to get rid of the snow. So, you know, these are the kind of things that people have to be very proactive with. Our supers on all our sites have everything prepared. Their snowblowers are ready. Their salters are ready. Everything is ready a month in advance to make sure that we're ready for that first snowfall. The last thing you want to be doing is, you know, showing off last year this great new snowblower to your neighbor, and this year he watches as you're pushing that snow shovel around the uh, driveway. You're listening to the host of Simply Real Estate, founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. Todd, normally in studio with me, and this weekend out just looking around the properties, and as we have said, creating that fall checklist for you, the listener, and for the investors out there. So we've checked the perimeter, and the perimeter's looking good. Where do we head from there, Todd? A couple of things that we need to do is that, um, depending on the heating source, so if you've got a furnace, this is definitely the time to change your furnace filter, because that furnace is going to get a lot of work through the Mm -hmm. winter. So we want to make sure that you've got a brand new clean furnace filter in there. At the same time, when you take, you can take a a panel off the furnace if you're fairly handy. You can always use a, uh, use a vacuum cleaner, just make sure it's really cleaned out. 
If you're not comfortable doing any of this work yourself, then by all means, call a professional, get in touch with Enbridge, depending on who takes care of your furnace. But this is the time of year for sure to do some maintenance work to that heating source because, again, it's going to get a lot of work this winter. As soon as things get cold, your furnace is working overtime. At that point, you don't want it breaking down because as soon as you start losing that heat, if it's for yourself, your family, or your tenant, Mm -hmm. then that creates a huge problem. So, you know what? Furnace is the first thing we deal with inside. Boy, is the filter ever a great tip because uh, we just had our filter done and the difference in the air quality in the house was just incredible. The thing's been running all summer with the air conditioning. We usually leave the fan running anyway just to keep the air circulating. So, I mean, the, the, the vents are really getting hammered and not just, you know, it's the intake vents too. Take a look around the basement. You see the little dust particles and stuff. It just makes such a difference and it's really not that expensive. Well, Ian, the one thing that we also want to be concerned about, though, is making sure that the furnace doesn't have any issues. Because going through the winter, you know, this is this is depending uh-huh. on the heat source, if it's natural gas, you don't want to have any problems. And, of course, you know, the coldest night of the year, it yeah. seems like every furnace breaks down. Todd, last, last, last year, exactly. It was literally the coldest night of the year, and the control board in our furnace died. We were looking at three to four weeks where I was using electric heat in the house. And uh, I think it was $800 and change for just that time period. So, I was good. You know, I wouldn't want to see that, Bill. Uh, sure. Well, you know, and, and in all honesty, you're right. Just for a quick, you know, having the gas people in, take a, or whatever, the electric, the furnace people in, take a quick look. Is everything okay? Does it look like it's all going to be okay for another year? That is very inexpensive peace of mind. This is the number one tip for your fall maintenance mm-hmm. of your property, your investment property. Whatever property is, make sure your heating source is in good shape. Now, the other thing is that people have to remember, if they've been running their air conditioner uh, all summer long, there is a switch on a lot of furnaces that turns around and controls the airflow. And it'll say either summer or winter. So guess what? It's time to flip it over to winter. So really? these are the kind of things that you need to look at. Never even heard of that switch, to be honest. Yeah, they exist. And a lot of times, because keep in mind also, the humidifier is one of the things that people have right. that they put on the furnace. It's got to be functioning as well, because this is, this is again, when it's going to have the greatest number of, of hours being, mm-hmm. being used is the fact that that humidifier has to be running top-notch because you can have a lot of problems with those as well. And that's a great example of something that definitely, or at least hopefully, wasn't running all last summer. I'm Ian Grant. You're listening to host of Simply Real Estate, founder and president of The Simple Investor. Todd C. Slater is here this afternoon. If you want to give him a call, his line is always open, and you're more than welcome to give him a call at 905-812-2524. Easiest way, though, get in touch with him. Email. His website is thesimpleinvestor.com, and that's where you can get all his contact information, thesimpleinvestor.com. We're going to take a very quick break, Todd, for traffic, and when we come back... When we come back, we're going to talk about your windows for the winter. As Simply Real Estate continues here on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Now back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And we're back. I'm Ian Grant, and this is Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. He is host of Simply Real Estate. He's also founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. Normally when I say he is, I can look at him and point at him. Not this time, though. He's <laughs> out and about doing uh, doing some fall checkups on the properties uh, for the investors out there. And we're also giving you, the listener and investor, a fall checklist. And, uh, well, so far we've covered the perimeter of the building. We've talked about uh, HVAC. And where did you want to head now? 
Well, Ian, you know, one of the things that you and I forgot to mention, of course, is that, you know, we're pretty proud that the, the Blue Jays made it through this past week. It yes, was a little, bit, uh, little bit crazy. And, you know, Toronto completely erupted. I was, I was on uh, Barb Julius' show on Wednesday night mm-hmm. when everything blew up <laughs> with the Blue Jays on the seventh inning and everything. So it was, it was quite interesting. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, I think that uh, everybody should know is that right now I'm in southwestern Ontario and, and, and I'm going to a couple of the, the smaller areas that we have our properties in. And it's amazing. There's still Blue Jay fever even out you know, an hour or two hours away from Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, people are still wearing their their, their Blue Jays sweaters and caps and everything else. So, you know, it, it's it's pretty interesting stuff. So, you know, when when we talk about getting getting our winter preparation, one of the things a lot of people don't realize is that their windows are one of the areas that they lose the most heat. And for some of the some of the rooms that they don't normally occupy. They don't realize that the windows aren't totally shut. Mm. So what happens is, is that for a lot of the different design windows, you actually have to push them down and turn the actual lock all the way. Now, they, they think they're shut, but there's a very, very small crack, which is allowing air circulation into the house and, of course, heat going out. Mm. So one of the things I always advise people is that you should open every single window in the house, clean the windowsill, and then shut the window again. And if that's the window you're going to leave shut for the winter, make sure that you've cleaned it out because a lot of times a lot of dirt and grime get caught underneath and you don't get a proper seal and you start losing heat throughout the winter. So it's one of those things that windows windows are, are very important. Now, if you don't have storm windows or if you've got older windows and they're not the double thermal pane windows that we normally use today, you can always do things like shrink wrapping. And it's really easy. You can buy the buy the actual shrink wrap at Home Depot, mm-hmm. and you can actually put the plastic on the window. You just use uh, a hair dryer, and you can shrink it right onto the window, and it will stop a lot of your heat loss through your windows. And it's a great idea if you've got some rooms that you don't use in your house. It's funny. It takes me right back to being a kid, and I'm sure you're the same. Remember waking up in the winter, and Jack Frost had visited overnight, and the, gl- the glass was just completely iced over on the inside. Now, luckily, we've discovered that's not a good thing, and this is how we can fix that. Well, that, that's the thing. And, and you know, I, I, I remember as a kid, my dad, he'd get up on the ladder and he'd do it from the outside. And, and everybody said, why are you doing it from the outside? You can do it from the inside. So, you know, it's a lot better. You know, it's easy for people. You don't have to be out on ladders. You can typically just do a little bit of a shrink wrap inside. Mm-hmm. And it gives you that little extra barrier. And, again, it'll cut down on your heat loss. Of course, you don't have access to open your windows windows throughout the winter because you have to break the plastic if that's the case. Right. But if it's in some of the rooms that you know you're not putting the windows up and down, it's a great way to save some heat. And we've so, talked about this before. You know, I mean, in the bigger in the bigger picture, people doing home inspections and things like that, where they have the study done, where you know the the, the company comes in and looks for these holes in the house where they're they're leaking energy. This is a really really simple, straightforward, easy one that people can fix, as you said, with a 10-minute trip to Home Depot. Yeah, and, and it, it's very, very cost-effective when they do it. And so for me, I, I definitely encourage people that uh, it's a good thing to do. Take care of your windows, you know, make sure that you've got them nicely sealed and you're going to save some of the energy this over throughout the winter. Mm-hmm. But now, then one of the next things, Ian, I think we need to talk about is the fact that most people forget to shut off their water, water. source to their outside hoses. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you, if you know where your taps are uh, outside, so if you have one in the garage or if you happen to have one in on the backyard or something, it's pretty easy to find where that shutoff is. And it's just as simple as just turning it 90 degrees, go outside, turn on the tap, water stops, let it drain out. Um, it's a perfect thing to do because when it gets really cold out, you can actually burst a pipe in your basement because of the outside. Yeah, I know, I know a guy, unfortunately, a little too well, who came home, found his front yard flooded because exactly that happened. The pipe burst at the joint on, in, just inside the wall, as a matter of fact. Ten minutes of work can save you $300 easily at having somebody come in and fix it all up later. Well, you know, Ian, you mentioned one thing, though, is that if, if the gentleman had, had his front yard flooded, that's not a bad thing here in Ontario because a lot of people would like to play hockey, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, you know, you have your own ice yeah. skating, so that's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, well, this gentleman you know fairly well and he don't play hockey so you know at the end of the day i think i think what you know one of the things we don't want to have happen is it burst and the water come back into the basement because nothing's worse than coming home from a long weekend and now you have a new indoor pool because that's not exactly what you plan so again you know preventative medicine and i think i think that's one thing that i i hope that all our listeners understand you can prevent so many things from happening just by taking a couple of hours make yourself a checklist and go through this for your properties prior. And I always say prior. It doesn't, you know, you don't want to be doing this in December. You know, here we are, we're in the middle of October. This is the time to do all of this. So we get it done, take care of it early, and you can have peace of mind throughout the winter. You're listening to Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater, with us. By the way, you want to get hold of him? His number is 905-812-2524. You can get all his information at his website, thesimpleinvestor.com. And Todd, you're going through the fall checklist for investors. Yeah, we, we are, Ian. And, you know, it's not just investors, it's homeowners as well, mm-hmm. so... Folks, uh, it doesn't matter what cap you're wearing when you're talking about a property. These are so important. So, you know, next on my list, of course, is going to be a fireplace. Now, you know, a lot of people in older homes still have some of the old wood-burning fireplaces. And, of course, some of the newer homes are all built with the gas fireplaces. But there's things that people have to realize is that a lot of times the actual gas fireplaces, they'll turn off the pilot for the summer. And if they do that, now they have to turn it back on. And if they're if they're not you know well versed on this or or perhaps the pilot burns out on them, they may have to get a company to come in, yeah. relight it for them. Probably a good idea that when you're having your furnace inspected, have somebody you know, inspect your gas fireplace. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can get two birds with one stone, and it's a great thing to do. And the other thing is, of course, is wood burning fireplaces. Now, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of wood burning fireplaces. You know, I, I, being being a cottager, you know, I always love the smell of burning wood. And and whenever you're outside, you smell it in the in the winter. It's always nice to smell. But you know, there's a lot of fire hazards that people aren't aware of. And if you have not had a chimney inspection done in several years, it's time to have it done. Because with the with the soot buildup, if they haven't put in a new aluminum chute into it, you know, to make sure that it, it's it's done properly, then it's probably time. Because a lot of people, what they do is they make the mistake where, you know, they'll only use it a couple times a year. It's always around Christmas time they use it, and then they don't think of it. Now, if a bird, you know, puts a nest in there or a raccoon, and all of a sudden you start to, you know, load up the logs, you get the kindling going, and you get it going, and all of a sudden you smoke out the entire house chances are you should have inspected the chimney. So again, it's this time of year you do it prior to opening up that fire. 
You're listening to Simply Real Estate here at In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. I'm Ian Grant, and here on the phone for a change, normally he's in the studio with us, but today he's out inspecting the property. Properties doing that uh, fall inspection, and he's also passing on the information to you as in the form of this fall checklist for investors. Todd C. Slater here this afternoon. You want to reach him, you can. 905-812-2524 is his number. But easiest way to find him, find out about him, is his website, which is the simpleinvestor.com. Todd, we're going to take a couple of minutes for some traffic, and when we come back... When we come back, Ian, we're, we're going to finish off talking a little bit about your attic and the rest of the house. So uh, we've got still lots to chat mm-hmm. about. As Simply Real Estate continues on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Now back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And we're back. This is Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. I am Ian Grant, and he is host of Simply Real Estate. He's also president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. And as we've said, you can find all his information at thesimpleinvestor.com. We're going over the fall checklist for investors. We've covered the perimeter. Uh, we've covered HVAC. We've talked about fireplaces, wood burning, and gas furnaces. The topic that you said we're going to be talking about, Todd, uh, it kind of gives me the creeps because you want to go up into the attic. You know, Ian, it's so funny that you mentioned this because you you said yourself that it's not a real comfortable place no, for not you. At all. And in most cases, most people have never been in their attics. Don't know what it looks like. Yeah, and you know, this is the one place that you can have a lot of house guests in. Hmm. And the winter time is when they show up. So, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, your dryer vents, for instance, and making sure that you have the mesh done to the dryer vents because this way it avoids birds and squirrels and, you know, little animals getting in. Well, you've got the same problem with an attic. And when people have attics that maybe they, they have older eaves troughs and, 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 sorry, and soffits and things like that, or maybe they're missing a shingle, they're not aware of it. What ends up happening, of course, is when it gets cold, animals want to get warm, and they find your attic to be a new condo for them, and they end up showing up. Well, it's probably blowing heat out of the hole in the attic, inviting them in, welcoming well, them. Here's the yeah, sign. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, and, and for them, it's nice and nice and plush because they're used to the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. And so the attic is that one place that people totally forget about. Hmm. You know, they know it's above them, but other than that, that's it. Now, the other reason why you want to check it is, of course, is to take a look for some leaks, because again, we're talking about the outside of the roof, making sure that it's nice and dry and we don't want ice coming up, but you have to make sure there's no leaks in the property, because in the winter, as water freezes, everything expands and it's going to make it even worse. So come the spring thaw, with you know a foot of snow on your roof, all of a sudden you're going to have an indoor shower in the middle of the family room. Mm. So these are the kind of things that, again, preventive medicine is so important when you're maintaining any form of property. It doesn't matter if it's an apartment building, uh, semi-detached, detached, townhome. It doesn't matter what it is. It's always looking for areas that could create problems. And definitely the roof and looking via the attic is one way to find out if you have a leak. And really there's a common thread through this entire show, which is, you know, do that preventative maintenance now while you're thinking of it. You know, write down this stuff, take care of it, because if you wait, inevitably it's going to cost you a lot of money if things go wrong. So one, one thing you and I both know is that, you know, some of our listeners probably are not physically capable of doing some of this work. If, we, if we've got people that, you know, are a little bit older and they own a home and, and they just can't get out there themselves and do some of this stuff, then what I suggest is that you put together a list 
you know that we've that we've been chatting about, mm-hmm. and you give it to a contractor, a handyman, and you ask them to go through the list because it's so important that you know even if you're not physically able to do it, you still get it done because for that small amount that you can ask a handyman, you know if a handyman comes in and let's say they charge you you know several hundred dollars for for uh, a Saturday or for that matter a Friday, they come in mm-hmm. and they spend a few hours and let's say it costs you three hundred dollars. That $300 will be the best investment you've ever made because at the end of the day, any one of these issues can cost thousands of dollars. Yep. You know, and this is one of the things. We always want to worry about cost savings when we're dealing with real estate, and this is one definite way of doing that. And if you're thinking of putting it off, if you're thinking I'll get to it, this is the first weekend where the word flurries is in the forecast. So it's going to happen. Well, it is. You know, it's inevitable that we're going to get snow. You know, this is where we live. This is how we've always lived. And it, it's coming. So are you prepared this year? And I'd much prefer knowing that all our listeners are well prepared for the winter. That way, come the spring thaw, they're not into any surprises. And that's the one thing is, is that, Ian, you know what? I've found that so many years that, you know, our biggest number of complaints for any properties always come in in the spring because that's where the water goes and it's, it's trying to find a way out. And as soon as it does, it's coming through the roof, it's coming through the yeah. ceilings, it's coming through the windows, it's coming, coming in somewhere and water means damage. And you can't say you weren't given a heads up. You're listening to the host of Simply Real Estate. He's founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. As we've said, this phone number, 905-812-2524. His website, Simple investor.com. Todd, you're normally in the studio with us. This week you're out inspecting properties. You're doing your very own version of the fall checklist and you're uniquely qualified to do this also because, you know, I mean, we go through the qualifications every once in a while, but it's, it, you know, you've done it from all angles, from the contracting angle, from the real estate angle, obviously from the investment angle. So you know of what you speak. Well, Ian, you know, I spent I spent years being a contractor, and and one of the benefits to that, obviously, is you you, you learn. But by by actually creating systems, and, I, and I'm a big believer in systems, and this is one of the things that our our property management has built up as systems to make sure everything taken care of prior to you know the season changes. Hmm. Um, it was interesting because I was on uh, the showgram with uh, Jim Richards this past week. But he, he called and said, hey, Todd, you know, we're asking, where's affordable real estate nowadays? And I just happened to be coming back from a development in, in Welland, and I was driving through Hamilton and Burlington, and I said, hey, Jim, you know, we got affordability right here. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting because when you, when you start looking at the outer markets, and, you know, I, I do a lot of traveling around Ontario, you know, there's all sorts of diverse real estate, all sorts of great towns, cities, everything. It's a wonderful province. And you know what? Real estate is just, it's ample everywhere. And And if people take care of it, it lasts forever. And that's so important. And we keep mentioning that fact, too, that, you know, real estate doesn't involve only the corner of Young and Bloor in Toronto. If you're smart, you're going to look for what you need, what fits your lifestyle, and then talk to somebody professional like you that has a way better 50,000-foot view of what may fit your lifestyle. The game Monopoly was one of my favorite games as a child, <laughs> and I always won Monopoly when I wasn't focused on buying Boardwalk. <laughs> it was every other property, the smaller ones, because yeah. everybody had to land somewhere. As long as I owned the less expensive but all of it, I always seemed to win the game. The guy that owned Boardwalk never won. Yeah. So I think I think it's a good it's a good you know model for people to understand. You don't always have to own the most expensive real estate. 
It's sometimes better to own some of the smaller real estate, but a lot of it. You're listening to Simply Real Estate here on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. As I said, Todd C. Slater going through his fall checklist for investors. Got to talk a little bit about the attic off the top. What do you want to cover now? We're going to talk about your thermostat, and we're going to talk about your water tank. Hmm. So let's talk about the thermostat first. I'm Mr. Gadget, so of course mine is on my iPhone. It's uh, I think more and more people now are controlling it, keeping an eye on it. Do you adjust your temperature on a regular basis, Ian? Do you, t- do, you, do you turn it down at night? Do you turn it up in the morning? How do you deal with it? Is do it a cop-out if I say the work? thermostat does? The thermostat senses if there's nobody at home, it, go, it turns it down. At night, depending on the season, it'll turn it up or down. It also apparently checks to see what the temperature is outside. and It's a little computer in itself, apparently, that works with the furnace to make sure that it's maximizing. Well, you see, I guess, I guess I'm a little old school, and I, and, and I would think that the majority of the properties out there still remain a little bit old school. You know, you've got your standard thermostat, you've got to walk up to it, turn around. Sometimes you, you give it a little nudge and say, really, is it that temperature in here? Is that working? <laughs> You know, or the batteries. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you know, the one thing, one, one tip on the thermostats, mm-hmm. make sure you put fresh batteries in yeah. if it's a battery operator. Yes. A lot of people make that mistake that they don't always put in new batteries. And the fall time's a perfect time to do it. If you can, do multiple zones in your house, too, because having the furnace running 24-7 to try and heat the basement when the upstairs is just sweltering and stuff like that, it, it, it just drives you crazy. Okay, so that's a, that's a great point. And one of the things I think most people need to know is that when you're dealing with your ductwork, with the vents, you should shut off certain vents, mm-hmm. which is going to allow the, the heat to continue on up to the areas that you need to keep warm. So, again, there's certain areas that will be naturally warm in your house. You can determine those by walking around. For instance, if you've got a room that is over top of the actual furnace room, it's really not necessary for you to have those ducts turned on in that room. Okay, so from an efficiency efficiency standpoint, the furnace is already heating up that room just for, just for being underneath you. So it's better to turn around, turn those ductwork off in that particular room, and that way you're redirecting it to areas in the house that need a little bit more work, but you're not making the furnace work any harder. We need to take a quick break for traffic, Todd. Uh, when we come back, what do you want to talk about? When we come back, we'll just talk a little bit about the market, and we'll continue on with our full checkup. He is host of Simply Real Estate. He is founder and president of The Simple Investor. You're listening to Todd C. Slater. As I've said, you can reach him. His website is thesimpleinvestor.com, and his phone number, 905-812-2524. I'm Ian Grant. This is Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. I'm Ian Grant. Welcome back. This is Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. And joining me on the line this afternoon is host of Simply Real Estate. He's also founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. Slater. We are covering off the fall checklist for investors. And Todd is out and about in southwestern Ontario, I believe it is, this afternoon, doing exactly that for The Simple Investor. This is our time of year. We're just making sure that all our all our developments are prepared for the winter months. And, of course, one of the things I like to do is I like to go by and inspect them, make sure that everything's ready. And we, luckily, we've got some great people on staff at all, each one of these uh, locations. And, you know, they pretty much have everything in hand. It's just I, I, I like the peace of mind going around and making sure it's done. And it's one of those things that I like to encourage everybody, either homeowner or uh, you know investment owner, you know, make sure your properties are all set up for the winter. And as you and I know, going through this list, there's there's lots lots to check, but it doesn't take that long. 
And so I think if we focus on the fact that a couple of hours spent can save you thousands and thousands of dollars throughout the winter, I think it's so important. Favorite tip so far, Todd, is the one about snow shovels. I'm going to repeat it again in case anyone didn't hear it last half hour. If you haven't, if you don't know where your snow shovel is or if it's in the back of the garage behind all the tools they've used in the summer, make sure you go and get it now. As I said before, you know, this is the first weekend of this year where they're using the word flurries in the forecast. So you want to make sure, you know, don't put this stuff off. And the other thing you just said is key. And the advice that you've been giving out this hour, it's very simple, straightforward stuff to do that can save people hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars. Well, you know, saving saving money, though, is so important for people because you know it's so easy to 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 lose money on properties when when you're not watching everything carefully. Hmm. One of, one of the things I think that I'd like to make sure that our our listeners know is that when when you turn around and you 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 own a property if it's your own home or if it's a property as an investment you can easily lose money if you don't stay on top of it. We've been talking about what some of the, some of the things that you should do, but one of the things that a lot of people don't even realize, the small things such as a mat at the front door will prolong the life of your flooring. And that's because everybody drags in the salt from the road on their boots, and if they start stepping all over their ceramics, or for that matter, if they're stepping on you know, their hardwood, then all of a sudden you start wearing things out. So it's always important that you have a good winter mat there. And as you said, it's the little things, you know, that one dripping tap in the basement that can cost you a couple of thousand dollars a year in wasted water bills. It's not just the wasted water. It's like, can can that actually get into the basement on you? Yeah, that's or can you, have a, can you have a water leak somewhere that's going to create a lot more damage? And so it's not just the waste of the water, but it's actually the potential of the damage that's there. We were, when we were talking about your new technology with your thermostat, mm. despite the fact that, you know, the technology is there, there's so many people that have not actually explored that. But it makes things very efficient, and I'm pretty sure that, is is it an app you have on your phone? It's a carrier uh, app that basically it monitors absolutely everything, when you're on vacation, when you go to bed at night, what the temperature's like outside, what's the humidity like outside, and then balances the furnace to match that for both the air conditioning and the heating. I think it's a great suggestion, and I think anybody putting in a new furnace should definitely look at this app and see if they can actually, you know, whoever their, their furnace provider is, see if they can get one because it is efficient when, they, when people do it. But again, I always, I always come, to come up with a rule of thumb. If you can turn around and maintain your house around 67, 68 throughout the winter, you're going to save some money. And that's an important thing is that keeping the temperature down just a couple of degrees will save you a lot. We're going through Todd C. Slater's fall checklist for investors. We started off with the perimeter of the house. We've talked about heating and air conditioning. We talked about the attic. We talked about uh, fireplaces, wood, gas, all kinds of stuff. We're really covering an awful lot of areas here. You got anything left on that list? Well, I think I think we've covered most of it. Um, you know, making making sure you've got access to that snow shovel is a huge one. Making sure your furnace is kept up to date. The other thing, um, of course, is your water heater. A lot of people don't realize that they've turned up their water heater too high. In the winter, you don't need as much hot water. Because of the temperature difference, sometimes you can knock it down a couple degrees and the water will still feel warm. Oh, yeah. So take a look at your hot water tank. The other thing is, is you can actually wrap your hot water tank. You can actually put an insulated cover around it, and you're going to save even more by doing that. There's a few small tips that you can work with with your hot water tank. If it's a hot water tank rental 
through one of the one of the service providers, then have them come in and inspect it because again, a lot of people use hot, a lot of hot water in the winter. If that breaks down, then of course you know oh, it's not the best time when it's when it's cold and they've got to bring in a brand new hot water tank. Also tankless. I cannot get over the amount we're saving with the tankless one because we don't have to have the hot water heated all day. Or we were just away for a few days there, and and so there was no hot water heated. We didn't need any. Well, that's amazing. The new systems are excellent, and you've got on-demand hot water, basically, is what you have. Mm-hmm. And these systems have become so efficient, and they save so much money. But again, a lot of people have uh, hot water tank rentals. Some of them are owned. Maybe they're only a few years of age. So they're not ready to convert over. And if you're not there, then by all means, make sure that you, you do the necessary maintenance and when it comes time to replace it, look at all your options because, again, as Ian said, there's lots of money to be saved. Yeah, and as as we've been saying all throughout the hour, it doesn't matter what you have. Take a look at what you have, analyze it, examine it, and then do whatever the best thing is. And no matter what, you're going to save some money here or there. You're listening to Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. I'm Ian Grant. He's host of Simply Real Estate, Todd C. Slater. By the way, Todd, one of the things that we have said through the show, and we really mean it when we talk about an investment real estate, people pick up the phone and they're now calling you as a trusted advisor at 905-812-2524. And you've mentioned before, you really do like hearing from the listeners. You know, one of the things that I think is important that people know and understand about us is that for us, it's all about, you know, giving proper education and information when in regards to real estate. It's not just about, you know, us selling our investment properties. It's actually about giving people the education. So if they want to manage them, them, themselves or perhaps, you know, just home ownership in itself, they need to be able to do it efficiently and have a good understanding of the markets. And, you know, speaking of markets, of course, we heard some staggering numbers out this past week with areas such as uh, Vaughn and Richmond Hill, huge increases in detached homes. You know, everything's approaching that million-dollar mark. You know, there's still affordability out there. We haven't heard the the crazy multiple offers, but we're seeing good increases. You know, the good thing is, is that people can still get into the market very affordably in some of the outer areas. Of course, Toronto's uh, a premier market. And for those of you that are trying to get into that marketplace, you know, you have to definitely be, you know, focused and, and, and have a decent deposit be, or down payment ready to go because the market has gone up that much. Yeah, I heard you on air actually earlier this week with uh, Barb DiGiulio, as you mentioned, the night that the Jays won. Rico's been running this spot where the people are checking into a hotel because the real estate transaction went to hell. And the bottom line is they didn't use a realtor. Got the message home to me. And yet you say there are people out there that do their own for sale by owner and it works for them. There's still lots of those out there. There's still a few companies out there trying to sell you a kit for just a few hundred dollars, you know, to be able to sell it. And of course they say, you know, we'll give you a couple of signs and we'll give you, you know, uh, your feature sheets and you can do it yourself. It costs you $500. And, and again, there are those people that if they've done enough homework, they've done enough internet work, perhaps they're going to save a little bit of money. But ultimately in the end, you know, I will always defer to the top realtors in the industry, mm-hmm. making sure, you know, that you get the correct deal that you're protected, making sure the offer is structured on your best behalf. Now, you know, Ian, you and I had talked about, you know, your situation throughout the summer. You had a very good agent working with you. You know, he went through a few a few offers with you, but 
making sure that you were taken care of. And in the end, you, you and your family seem to be very happy in your home. Absolutely, and I would have been completely insulated from those for sale by owners because the only place I checked myself was on Realtor, and I don't believe that the for sale by owners are listed there. Right? That's the thing, and, and you won't track the for sale by owners um, through the real estate industry. And, you know, quite frankly, it's a very small percentage. It's not the biggest percentage. And one of the, one of the you know, questions that was posed to us on, on Barb's show was the fact that, you know, can you do it? And the answer is yes, people can do it, but are you risking your your own money? Are you risking the deal? You know, again, not one of those things that I always encourage people, and it's not just because, you know, you know, I was in real estate for 20 years. It's I'm very, very, you know, strict on making sure the process is done correctly. Use the professionals. That's what they're there for, and make them earn their money, which, you know, the right ones will for sure. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of minutes left, and before we are completely out of time, I want to make sure people know that you have a simple seminar. It's coming up Wednesday, October the 28th, 7 o'clock. It's at the Mississauga Convention Center. And for anyone who is interested in becoming involved in investment real estate, this is just a perfect introduction for them because, as you said, first thing they got to do is take their wallet out of their pocket and leave it at home, right? Yeah, you know, Ian, I, I've been dead set against, you know, the idea that people need to pay for DVDs and things like this. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that, you know, I, I, I learned through this, uh, taking a look at this latest campaign for the federal election, is some of the truths that are being told are so untrue. Oh. You know, listening to some of these commercials, you know, it's just, it's, it's almost, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. And one of the things that, you know, we've got hundreds of investors would say, you know, so importantly, what we tell you, you will get. And that is the fact that our investment program is set up for people that would like to own investment real estate that have no involvement in it. It's completely hands off. The rent is guaranteed through our process, and so is the maintenance. So when you buy a unit in our program from one of our developments, everything is taken care of for you. The only thing you have to worry about is logging on every single month and taking a look at the money go into your account. It's such a simple process, but it's one of those things that we've been able to back up for years and will continue to grow. The seminar coming up October the 28th at 7 o'clock. It's at the Mississauga Convention Center. And I do want to highlight again, though, if for whatever reason you can't get there, pick up the phone and give Todd a call now. If you have questions, he's right there to answer them. And as I said, as you said, you welcome those calls. Yeah, I do, Ian. You know what? I love meeting with people. I love giving them an idea of what they should be looking at in in investment real estate as well as real estate in general. You know, one of the things is that it's not all about our program. It's about people having a good, safe understanding about real estate and what it can do for your future. And that it's so important, you know, creating generational wealth, creating security. You know, who knows what the next group of governments are going to do to everybody, but the one thing they can't take away from you is the fact that if you own real estate, you've got something set up for the generations. We are out of time, sir. Thank you so much, as always. And uh... It's been great. It's, it's a first for us being mobile like this, but Ian, it's been, it's been great, and uh, thanks so much, and I really enjoyed this week. Worked out well, and now you get to go continue your inspections. Todd C. Slater, thank you so much. Thank you. As I said, he is host of Simply Real Estate. He is founder and president of The Simple Investor, Todd C. 
see Slater. Website, thesimpleinvestor.com. And as I also said one last time, Simple Seminar. It is coming up Wednesday, October the 28th, 7 o'clock at the Mississauga Convention Center. And as we kept telling you this last segment, Todd also offering a free consultation. If you can't wait for the seminar, if you want to sit down and talk about how the Simple Seminar process can work for you, give them a call, 905 812 2524, or you can send him an email. You can find his contact information at thesimpleinvestor.com. I'm Ian Grant. This has been Simply Real Estate on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010.